Hello and welcome, Stand Up World. Good to have you back. If you're coming back and if you've never joined us before, so glad to have you. We have a great show today. Say hello to Patrick Arnold. How's it going, Mike? How are you, Patrick? Patrick is in Boston. I'm here on the island of Mallorca in seclusion, where I've been sent by the U.S. government. Right, Patrick? Yeah, they sent you away. I'm in comedy confinement. (laughs) I've been sent here to try to think about some of the comedic crimes I've committed. And the government just wants me to kind of sit here and slowly die on the island, which is the same thing I've been doing in L.A. Okay. But, wow, it's crazy. what a crazy time it is. Uh, is it crazy in Boston right now? Oh, man, yeah. Don't even get me started. It's crazy everywhere. Man, every uh, the people are protesting the the pro-Palestinians and the pro-Israelis and you know I just to me I just think people just want to get out and and march Uh, whether it's in in this day and age people can get out they'll march for BLM for trans for Palestine for Israel we used to just call that calisthenics Patrick (laughs) we just want to get their steps in we used to call it exercise, okay? And and what I what I what I love is here's the thing. It kind of, it's just on a moment's notice in every major city, columns of hundreds of thousands of people just up and down, and it feels like the same group with just different hats and scarves and signs, you know. And someone somehow or another they put these groups together so fast you know i cannot get six friends together for a poker game you you know i i just don't understand the speed at which these people put everything together but it's it's pretty incredible and i just feel like i'm I, i'm in awe of it until they interview some of them and some of them i just saw one one kid go. I don't understand what. The, what if the Jews hate being Palestine so bad? Why don't they just go back to Europe where they came from in the first place? What'd they leave Europe for? Go, okay, I guess you skipped school that day. <laughs> and then the other thing, I, I mean, the whole thing's so sad. Believe me, I don't mean to make light of it. Right. But, but but when they're ripping down the signs. On the, on the on the wall and and then people are trying to find those people and ruin their lives i'm thinking man if i got in trouble for everything i ripped down when i was a kid i'd be working at a waffle house right now <laughs> you know these are these are just kids they don't know they're ripping down a sign you know and, and you know, in those signs, it's not like those signs are going to help anyway. I'm sorry. There's like anyone's going to look at it and go, "Wait a minute, this hostage? I know where she, I know where they are. They're in Gaza. I got to call somebody." You know, we know where they are. And if anything, people are just going to walk by. The, the, 
getting them ripped down is what made people know what the signs were about. Those, those idiots helped the other idiots, you know? Without it, you just walk by and see those signs and you go, oh man, it must be some new album or something, some new, <laughs> some stupid punk rock thing. That's true. You know? But listen, we're in a crazy time and I have to admit, I don't know enough about anything to get really too pissed off about anything, you know? Yeah. I know what I feel in my heart, but I'm not going to get too crazy publicly about it because, man, I'm not God. <laughs> There's one God, you know? And it's you. It's you, Patrick. I know. You're my higher power. <laughs> and... um Actually, my wife is my higher power, but that's a whole nother story. I have no choice but to just whatever she says goes. That's true. No, it's not. No, it's <laughs> not. I, I say jump. She says, fuck off. <laughs> um, but let's talk about this guest today who is one of my really good buddies. And I really love him. And, you know, he's not a stand-up comic, but that's okay because he's a funny dude and he's a great actor and a great musician. And um, he's just John Stamos, you know? He's John Stamos. He's Everybody knows him, and I love the guy. I've been friends with him for years. We've become really tight the last year or so, too, since Bob died. You know, but we've always been friends. I've just always really loved him. You know, he's just a really special guy. And, you know, Dave Coulier is like my brother, you know. So when he got that show and when Bob got that show, I was always around there. I even did an episode of that show early on as a as one of their buddies. My cigarette bothering you? Oh, no, it's a poker game. Your eyes are supposed to sting. The last cigarette of the evening. What a shame. <laughs> oh, here's a refreshing new smell. Well, wow, that's so cool. So you were there when that show got created? Like, just with oh. Dave and... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was friends with Bob and Dave long before that show. Wow. In fact, Dave was the best man at my wedding. And he had to leave a little bit early to go rehearse for or shoot maybe even shoot the pilot for full house but we'll talk about that all let's get this guy on here i love this dude john stamos all right john stamos how are you buddy i'm good why are you yelling you got the job you you i got the job yes i'm all right let me ask you a question let me tell you something i love you mike Thanks for having me on your podcast. I didn't even know you had one until yesterday. And I said, no. can I be on it? And then if you throw a stick out my front door, I'll hit six people with a podcast. But yours is that's, better. That's true. Thank, thanks for starting this um, interview on such a high note. And uh, just kick a guy while he's down. Just because You're, you got a hit book. You've okay? never been down. You've never been down. Okay. That's the thing. I mean, you go down. <laughs> We're on down. How long have we known each other, Mike? Let's start with that. I would say 25, 30 years, maybe 25 years. I don't no, know. How long? When did you house. start Full House? 
Why is he yelling? What's the kid's name in the corner over here? Patrick. Patrick. Say hello Patrick. to Patrick, John. Hi, Patrick. Hey, John. Uh, you shouldn't put him so close to you because he's younger and more attractive. And uh, I get it. Well, you know, I'm, I'm going to do that. I'm going to compliment you more than an insult, but we knew each other. A full house was like 35 years ago. Like okay. So then that's what, that's when I met you. Yes. And, um, you were good friends with Dave and eventually Bob. And, um, you've no, been a- no, I, actually when I met you, I was, I had known Dave and Bob both for years. Okay. Good. Good. Thanks for clarifying that. I, uh, wanted to say that you've been a guiding light and an influence, especially the last eight, nine years. I sobered up. Uh, to me, and I just love you. You're a great family man. You're a great father. You're a great friend. You show up for people. You're there. You can all. I can always count on you. And um, I, I don't like the shirt you're wearing today because it's a little tight. But um, <laughs> it's not tight. But well, you, no, but, nice. but you know what the shirt is, right? Well, yeah, it's to cut it out. My son, for some that's uh, Dave's uh, your buddy Dave's um, catchphrase. For some reason, my Billy got the um uh, heard what catchphrase because I, I think we were talking about how rude or something and, or no he no he watches full house to mock me so i'll say billy go clean your room he's like you got it dude but somehow <laughs> somehow we learned he learned the word catchphrase and so literally last night he was going dad what's uh here's my catchphrase uh he puts man at the end of it all right man that's my catchphrase yeah <laughs> but i was trying to tell him he said what are the other catchphrases i said well DJ had Oh My Lanta, and he's like, what? What's that? And Joey had cut it out. He goes, oh, and I was trying to remember the, the sign language. That, yeah, that's that, right. That's what you're thinking. It out. Well, what's it, though? What's what's the hand? It, what's it for it? Yeah. And then. If you try to analyze Dave's stuff too much. Yes. Your brain implodes. Yeah. It's that deep. Billy was doing something like he was doing cut it, and he added his own flair to it, and I think it was better than Dave's already. But um, Mike, you are out there again. This guy, you work. So, you've been a successful actor, writer, director, producer, and yet you still haven't put me in anything of yours. Um, writer, director, producer, and um, now you're going back out on the stand-up uh, world and. I'm so proud of you. I, yeah. Who does that at, at 92? How old are you? 82. 91. Yeah. 91. Come on. Sorry. Um, and you're funny. Oh, as- man. You know what, Patrick? We don't even have to air this episode. This is... It, it's, yeah, of course. Just hold back the biggest guests we got. Yeah, keep it in the bank. We're good. Why? Because I'm complimenting you so much? <laughs> it's a first, for sure. I love it. By the way, by the way, I, I, I want to say... First of all, you know every. I feel how strong I feel for you, and how much I love you, and loved your book. Thank you, Thank and you. congratulations, by the way, because it really is doing great. Number four on the bestseller list. I, uh, I think it's got to be more than number four at this point. That was that was a couple of days ago. Yeah, well, you got Brittany up there. She's doing great there. Um, but here's the thing. My my question is, I. You and I, we talk on this on on FaceTime all the time. When you can figure it out, yeah. And so I know I'm sitting here talk with the same. See you in this room all the time. Mm-hmm. You never have that thing in front of the microphone and the headset. What, what are you being all professional about today? What's the deal? Because this is the this is the bigs. I've done every show, every podcast, and this is this is the one that I really is the biggest. So I want to be prepared. I want to have a this nice is the microphone. Smallest. 
<laughs> this yeah. is let me tell you something wait 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 this, wait, wait, this, wait the only one watching this is me is my neighbor who's your name wait a minute you're not mark Marin. no shit i gotta well, go already, i mean did mark Marin. no i didn't he won't have me on there him Are and i serious? don't yeah but 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 i'm not i i i'm a fan of his his, his podcast certainly and he um I get it why he doesn't have it. We're different, you know, he's too intellectual for me. But listen, you have been helping so many young comics too lately, and I think that's really special. That's yeah, really I cool. love it. I, I love I love the stand-up world. I really do. I love being back. And listen, that's something, I have to say, that's something that I really learned from Bob, and I got from Bob and from Jeff Ross. You know, these mentoring guys- Mentoring young guys? These guys have really been great mentoring young comics and really been excited about young talent, new talent. And, you know, and that's what Rodney used to do. Right. I mean, that's how. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I love it. Like I, I, I have a couple of friends, this guy, Vinny Fastline, who I think is fantastic and, and, and Griffin James. And, but, but and then you introduced me to that guy, Matt friend, who yeah, I really a like a lot. He's, he's going to be on the show next week. And he, he, I, I wouldn't, he has he, called me up to do this thing with him at the bourbon room. Uh -huh. And I, you know, I, the only time I'd seen him was sitting in that chair right behind you. Yeah. You know, this is my and, bathroom, by the way. Yeah. He was taking a shit right there. Right. And, but I went and saw his show. I, th I thought he was great. You know, I, I really did. I, I was blown away by his show. I, I, I thought, you know, Listen, this is not going to make me any friends, but I don't really love impressionists. Mm -hmm. You know, I think they're okay. But so why he, if he's why so much more than an impressionist? Why are you, you friends know? with Dave for so long? Dave, Cougar. well, Dave is a lot more than an impressionist. Yeah, you right. Just happens to do impressions. That kid, that that Matt friend is really sharp. And what you said about him was so you know that I'm a, I'm obsessed with uh, stand up comics. You guys fascinate me. I study you. I could never do it, but I love the mathematics. I love the way you craft the joke and this word doesn't work there and tighten it up here. It's it's science right and it's fascinating to me that's why I, you know as you know when bob and i first started working together we weren't the best of friends and we had different processes and I it took remember. me a long time i always thought of it took me a long time to tell him that he was a genius and i loved i learned so much from him and i learned so much from dave um so to watch a kid like matt friend come around now the thing about matt is that you guys put your you did you paid your dues all of you guys you were in clubs for 10 years 20 years uh this kid is new and he gets up and does an hour like he's been doing it for 10 15 yeah, years it kind yeah. of blows my mind when Pretty he told rare. me when he told me i we after the show we were talking mm -hmm. i said how long have you been doing it he basically said about three years crazy i, right? I couldn't believe it i, I think it's I think it's like actors where like some people right out of the gate, they're there. They got it like DiCaprio or Jennifer Lawrence or something. And maybe there's a few comics like that. I, I'm the opposite. It took me. Robin, years. Robin, Eddie Murphy. Yeah, very but, few. I, I, I saw very few. But Robin worked the streets. Yeah. You know, doing comedy and did all the yeah. clubs and Eddie. Yeah. I don't know his story, but this guy's. Uh, yeah. It's so nice to see you mentor these people. It's important, I think. Right. Well, I, I just, I, it's not even mentoring. I just, I just, I like them. They make me laugh. You know, I mean, there's this, yeah, but you, this woman, Catherine Blanford that I saw at, at the club that Patrick's involved with in Boston, um, uh, laugh Boston. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I'm going to show you a link for, of her later, John. Yeah, you'll, please do. You, you'll love her. You know, I was, and, uh, 
I was on Whitney last night. I, I, every podcast I'm on, uh, I talk about you. But I was on Whitney last night talk, when we talked to about you. But I, I was asking her about mentoring. And she said, I don't even know how to do it because it's a different world out there. Like, you know, she, she would say, go do 10 years in the clubs like all you guys. And, and then she said, but these people come up on TikTok and they're, you know, they're, she said, they're really funny. A lot of these people are really funny. Now, I don't know if they can hold a stage like you can. I don't know if they have that. I don't know how Matt Friend did it. He, he just walked up and he's got, he can hold the stage and be, you know, relaxed. Yes, he so can. But it's, it's pretty rare to see someone do that after a couple of years. And it's rare to see any of these Instagram or TikTok stars be able to do that. They could be funny on the, you know, with their phone, but, you know, can they get up there? But that's probably the new frontier, right? That's where a lot of these comics are being. Uh, well, there's stuck. a guy named Trevor Wallace. Patrick, do you know Trevor Wallace? Oh, yeah. yeah. There's a guy cool. named Trevor Wallace, and he's got a huge, huge YouTube following. Yeah. And he come, he was playing the, the clubs, and he really, that guy really worked hard to become a stand-up comic, a real stand-up comic. Right. You know, and, but I think when he started coming around, the way I feel it is, there was a lot of, ah, he's a YouTube guy, you know? Yeah, right, right, right. But, and, but he worked it. He really worked it, you yeah. know? There's, it's also, yeah, so that's a new platform. There's also, like, to watch musicians, like kids playing instruments, like they're better than uh, us adults. I, I think the advent of YouTube has, you know, taught these kids, younger kids, to learn to play instruments, to do comedy. But we didn't have, you know, I, I got to show Rickles when YouTube came out. I got to show Don all his old uh a lot some of his old uh tonight show appearances that he never that he never saw these kids have at their fingertips rickles you bob dave you know robin uh all the greats carlin uh, and inst and you can go on youtube and go i want to learn how to play drums or i want to learn how to play guitar you get a guitar and you know it, it then you're off i think uh american idol you know has been in the in people's dna kids you know how old are you patrick i'm 23 yeah, so, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean, right? Your whole life is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hey, so, hey, I have to say also, you know, I've, I, I, I've seen you. Not, I don't know if mentor is the right word, but just kind of find people and just kind of give them a, a great nod. Like I remember one time I had that birthday party. Yes. And, and you brought this drummer. Right. This guy you met on you saw on TikTok. Yeah, and, and, and you were like, you you brought this guy, and he was twenty. His name was Grayson, and he was so excited. I do mentor him, and I, I give him advice, but not drumming because the guy's a, a fucking genius. I don't know where it comes from, uh, but yes, he was twenty, and he was so excited because he loved stand up comedians. He loved you. He loves uh, Jeff Ross was there and Mark Marin, and Jeff said, "Come on, I'll take you to the to the store. I'm going. I'm going on." And he was only twenty, so he couldn't get in. He was so bummed out. Oh, right, right. That's. But, but you were I nice to remember too. when we did that Netflix special, you, there was this girl who had this song. Oh yeah. About, yes, and, and I said, how, who is she? She goes, you go, I, I, I met her. I met, I, I found her on TikTok. Yep. And she sent me this song and then tell the story, tell the other story though. There's a second part of that story that I love. Was she, she, uh, this girl's name is Jackson. She was, so yeah. So Matt friend I found on, on thing, Grayson, I found on uh, Instagram and stuff. Um, and then Jack, so she did a, she did a version of the full house theme, uh, when Bob died and changed the words. It was very moving. Lori sent it to me and I started crying. I think, I think she sent it for prison. Um, and, uh, did, nobody got that. Lori. Oh, no, we didn't hear that. It didn't I come know. out. 
Well, maybe that we was, can. Can we do subtitles on this time? Come on, you guys are supposed to be funny, Patrick. No, you 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 mumbled it. You think she sent it from prison? You made a you you made a prison joke from Lori uh-huh. Lachlan. Right. It's All right. Well, you need, to, you need it's to. It's not funny. Why, you why, don't you just, why don't Why don't you just say do something about the Jews dying? Okay. Not, I'm not even going near that. So, <laughs> so Jacks. So. <laughs> So Jack's, um, so I asked her if I could use that song for your Netflix special, which I didn't uh, include you in the book as as the producer of that thing, and I apologize. Uh, yeah. I'm used to it. Yeah, um, and so anyway, so I'm, I'm making this too long. So then I did a thing for her um, with her mother, and she has this incredible following on TikTok and Instagram and everything. And then, um, then we did this recording together. Anyway, I've become friends with her, and I just I'm so proud of her. And she had the song called Victoria's Secrets, which was a huge hit and then she had this song called like my father or something it's about wanting to find a man like her dad and i was in greece with uh with uh with some greeks and some non-greeks there was about eight of us and it was it was uh nia vardalis the great greek and her uh her boyfriend and um me and caitlin and sia the singer sia and, and tom husband. hanks weren't you with tom hanks and, and rita yeah but i don't like to drop names yeah, like I, i'll drop them for yeah. you tom and rita so we were at we were at their house for dinner and i said this i was pumping jacks i said have you guys heard this victoria's secret song and i played it on my phone and they're like mm, yeah, okay oh, that's good no way i don't know then i played this like my father's song and sia goes wait 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 wait. that's 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 jacks i said yeah she said listen that's the only song that i've ever heard that i wish i wrote that i didn't and that's a lot saying for her like this and so i said oh okay i said um hold on a second and i was like Jax, answer the fucking phone when I, when I texted her. And so I, and this is how cool everybody was there. Not only did they have no problem with me calling her and doing what I did, but they all felt Tom has his camera out. Rita has her camera out. And they were all filming it so we could send it to her. So she gets on. I said, hi, hi, Jax. There's a woman here. I think she's a singer. She says that she heard your song and it's the only song that she wished she wrote. Uh, Jax, say hi to Sia. Ah, she starts screaming and, and they start talking. Turns out Sia's heard like her number one idol. Um, so then I go, here's Nia Vardalis to go, ah, you know, and I said, uh, Tom Hanks, you, uh, what do you think of her song? Tom Hanks, ah! she's like, what's your life stable? And it was just one of those great moments that you could, it was took, you know, two, three minutes. So then, so then I get home and Sia says, give Jax my number, have her call me or send me some music, whatever she's doing, you know? So I get home. I said, did you call Sia to text her? She said, no, what do I do? I said, just text her. She texts her that night. Sia sends a car, takes her to Van Nuys airport, her. Sia, Jax, and Paris Hilton are on a private jet to Vegas. They catch Katy Perry's show and fly back. Now, that's not even the end of the story. So yesterday I'm on Whitney's uh, podcast, and we were talking about this story. And she's on Friends with Sia, and she tried to call her. And Sia texted back and said, oh, uh, tell Johnny I said hi. Is she going to – is he going to Jax's wedding? Because I'm going next week. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? So it's so easy, going? though, right? Are I you can't. Going? I know I'm busy. I can't go. But C is there. We don't, she doesn't need me. Hey. And, and it's in Arizona. It's not even here. Like, it's far away somewhere. Isn't that crazy? That is amazing, though. That That is just amazing. Someone, you you just saw her on TikTok. And I remember when when we were doing the special mm-hmm. and you and you said, let's use this song, which I loved. Mm-hmm. The the uh, the rights guys were like, how do we find her? We don't even know who she is. She's she didn't even at the time. She didn't even. I don't think she had a manager. That's some girl on TikTok. John yeah. found. Yeah, and, yeah. And and it's it's amazing how yeah, good. But I, you know, as if you and you've read the book, you tell your listeners if they give a shit that um, 
you know, I had these mentors. My first was Jack Klugman. You know, he was the my OG. Uh, thank you. Uh, he was my OG mentor, and then Gary Marshall, yeah. and then the Don Rickles. And yeah, you know, and by the way, you, I love the way you point that out in the book. I, I love the way you talk about, like, we're talking now about how you do it and how Jeff Ross and Bob was so good at it. And, yeah. and those guys mentored those guys. Mm-hmm. You talked so great about how all those guys were with you, you know? Yeah, now they're all dead. So I'm going to have you as my next mentor. You kind of are. I and had I mean, an amazing, I had an amazing mentor in my life. I really did. I, I, I had a, a guy named Larry Bresner. Okay. And he was Robin Tommy. Williams's manager, you know, and he got my first movie made, Coupe de Ville. Wow. And he has a good movie. He, he got, he, every movie I ever did, he came in, he and I watched the rough cut alone Every, every script he he read every script and he was just he was a manager but he just knew he gave great notes and could see yeah he and yeah. he's a producer he produced arthur he produced good morning vietnam oh, he produced oh, wow. so many great comedies but he just was my friend you know and he and he got me going and he he got he just was he was the greatest you, you have to have that in life yeah yeah, that's right. And so we have to be that now, unfortunately. Not unfortunately, but, you know, it's our turn to to, to pay it back. Bob, um, at Bob's funeral, uh, you know, Chappelle was there. And I said, um, I said, man, you're the goat, right? And thank you for um, for making Bob feel special the last couple of years. Because I know he goes, are you kidding me? Because when I was just starting, Bob to help me and mentored me and told everybody about me. And he was the first one of the first nice, first famous comics that I knew that 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 were that was kind to me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I can I say something about comedy stand-up coming out. You guys are a much-needed uh, levity right now in this world. Uh, you know, you brought up some to- world topics, but thank God that you guys are out there doing comedy for all of us people that just need a, a we need a break from the heaviness, the bad news. It's all bad news. There's never, there's never any good news. We can handle it, but I can see why these kids have so much anxiety and they're all depressed and people like like uh, the kid here. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah, right? oh, you see him. He's, he? he's got he's got nothing but issues. Yeah, he looks happy. He looks fine. You live in Boston? I do. Yeah, that's cool. How do you like it there? Good. It's fun. Yeah, I love it. Are you from he's there? The, he he works for he he works for this great guy John Tobin who handles has about how many comedy clubs? Ten or something? Eight? Just under ten. Yeah, yeah. We got a bunch of clubs around New England and Detroit and Plano. Um, do you do you stand up? Or are you just a fan? Like I this? I haven't. No, I tried a few open mics when I first got into it, and then I just fell behind the scenes doing everything that comedians don't want to do for themselves. So, All right. Well, thank God you're around because these comedians are lazy and they're out of their fucking minds. They're depressed. They're all this shit. Sure are. What do you say no, about? No, it's so what- funny you say that though, because last night I took one of my roommates to a show and we left, and he was like, "It's so funny that your job is just laughter. Like you get to laugh at your job." Yeah. And what a great yeah, job. We're, That's we're very so- lucky. Good for you. What's his hey, name again? Matthew. Patrick. Patrick, sorry. I don't Patrick. know why. You don't look like a Patrick. Are you Irish? I am Irish. Santino, too. Booze. Yep. Booze. Yep. I walked into a studio yesterday, but so much booze around. Like I had to step over booze to. to, to the to name of booze. his podcast is Whiskey Ginger. Oh. The guy is. He's, he's no, not he's, an alcoholic. He's just a fish. He's okay? funny. He's, he's funny. just a drunk. And by the way, he I guarantee what he said was. Let's have Stamos on the podcast. 
Uh, try to he's, tempt him. He's sober. I'll get him drunk on the air, and it'll no. be a great clip. No, he didn't I wouldn't put it past the no, guy. Yeah. Bert Kreischer, yes, did that, but not the, not Santino. I'm kidding. I, I love, you know, I did so many of these interviews over the last month and, and a lot of heavier podcasts even. I did with Katie Couric and Kelly, Bob's wife, and Crying and Brooke Shields and all this heavy. And I was like, give me some comedy. And that's why I reached out to you and to, and then all of a sudden, uh, Giannis Pappas, who's our buddy. Who Have you had him on here yet? No, I want to. Well, we could call him. Uh, you have to ask people, you know. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm sure that I'm sure you do it. Um, he set me up with 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 uh, Chrysler. Oh no, uh, with uh, this guy Santino, and uh, he's a good guy, Giannis. He, now here's the guy. So you 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 mean you? This is your this is your thing. You study stand up. You like why? And I've said this a couple of times. Like why is a guy like him? Uh, Whitney gave me a good answer, but why why hasn't he hit yet? Like why is he not a bigger like some of these other guys coming up? Um, I think they, a lot of people just have trouble spelling the name, Jan. <laughs> That's probably true. Papas. I, I, honestly, uh, I I don't have the answer for that because, yeah. and the answer is every, it's, it's on God's time, man. Giannis is going to hit at one point. And listen, I think he's doing great. But in every you ask any comic about Giannis Papas, and they will say he's one of the best ever. Yeah. And, and I think that he's also we're in this new world where everybody's kind of got their own shows and own doing things. And it's just going to happen for Giannis when it happens, you know, know, that's what Whitney said. She said, you know, like you look at people that are supposed to be overnight sensations, like Bill Burr, like how many, how many specials did Bill Burr do before he hit big? Right. Bill Burr took 30 years to make it big. 20, you know, 25 years, I guess. Why are you laughing? Uh, 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 Patrick? No, that's how long it takes. You know, it's like, they could right. be the funniest guy to all the comics, but the world just doesn't know about him yet. And, yeah, you know, that's true. And and, and a lot of guys, what Rodney was, he was sixty or something. Yeah, it, it's it's it. There's no if you try to chart a course, and you know, there's everyone's got a different course, and I think you just have to just let it happen. And Giannis is a really great example of that, where I think. You just have to be funny and learn how, what your voice is yeah. and enjoy your life and enjoy your life of funny. And it'll, it'll, it'll happen. And yeah. he's, he's a guy that, that's just, there's no, there's no, there's so many roads to the center of town, but I don't think that there's like a, a red tape, a red line that he's got to cross. Okay. Well, he doesn't. He doesn't want to go to the center of the town. He wants to be more successful as a comic. Hey, so when you went, when you started, John, 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 it was an analogy. You see, you see, when you, you you actor singer types don't get these really important analogies. Yeah, I got it. It was just wasn't clever. So when you got back on stage, tell me about that. Was it, were you super, I mean, you sent me some videos and you were super funny. Was it weird? You went years without going back. I love, I love it. I love it now more than I did then. Yeah. You know, I started really young. I started at 17. Mm-hmm. Did it every night. In Detroit? In Detroit? In Detroit. Now, what here. made you, what made you think you were, I don't mean, I'm not being a smart ass here. What, what, when did you know you were funny or, or what made you think you were funny or who did, did, how did your comedy come about? Were you, were you bullied? It's picked on at school and it came out that way or, uh, 
I guess a little bit of everything. I wasn't picked on at school. I was, I was more, um, shocked. I was just found out early on that I like to make people laugh and, and that it, it was something I was good at, you know? And so but how'd you know you were good at? Cause people were laughing and people told yeah, you. Yeah. People were laughing and, and I made people laugh sitting around a table and then I made people laugh in, on, in talent shows and, and I just uh, at camp and I just like to make people laugh. And I did found out what kind of camp did you go to? Um, I went to camp Tamaqua up in Algonquin park, Canada, a Jewish summer camp. And the, that, did you ever see the movie Indian summer? Did I yeah, did? I think so. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I yeah. wasn't in That's that where one I either. shot it. Yeah. I, I wasn't in that one. Yeah. Um, um, so you just, and what, but how old were you when you were just like really making people laugh for real? Like 10, 10 or 11, 12, yeah. 13. I, I knew what I wanted to do when I was about 10. Stand up. Yeah. And when did you know you were a director and writer? That was after I met you, huh? Did you start directing more? No, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. But but what I was just going back to what I was going to tell you. Go ahead. Is when I did it really young, all the, through all those years, and I, I was loaded a lot, and I was just, I just, it, it was, it was just a different time in my life, and I, and I, I needed the audience's approval too much, mm-hmm. you know. I needed so to win. So you were desperate, and people could feel. Yeah, that. yeah. And, so, and and I didn't work on my act enough, you know, because because mm-hmm. I had a good thirty minutes or whatever, and I, and I, that's what I would do every, and I just. Once I started getting movies made, I stopped doing it because it was stale bread to me. You know, I, I wasn't working on it. And when I came back years later and did the Comedy Store documentary and started getting into this new world of comedy and interviewing the Rogans and the, and the Santinos and, and Bobby Lee and Theo and Whitney and people that, and, and that, that had their own worlds. It yeah. made so much sense to me how great that was. And, and I, and I just, so, and I got back into it and, and I've just, I like it more now than I ever did. That's how I am with drumming. Like I started like, like a year or two ago, I got back to learning the basics of rudiments and stuff. And I just, you just love it. What was your first, um, well, let me ask you a question. Cause you reminded me of something. Well, cause, okay. cause, cause when I love to see you, I saw you at the Greek theater recently with, with the beach boys. And I, I, I I've seen you before, but you. I think it feels like lately the last few years, you, you kind of stand out a little bit more with the beach boys than you used to, you know? Well, and, most of them are dead now. So is that what it is? No. Well, yeah. no, I mean, uh... no, but, but I just think you've just gotten so much confidence. And they, 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 you, you really take center stage a lot more than you used to. Well, I try to watch the balance of that because, because you know, I know people paying tickets to see them and other just assholes jumping around. But you know, it's it, it goes back to not trying so hard and and letting that go and just being you know the best you can be and not worried about everybody loving you. And you know, I just put a drummer who I found on Instagram, by the way. So they were replacing some people in the band. They said, "Do you know any drummers?" I asked everybody. It's a hard tr- chair to fill because you have to sing and play and all this stuff. And we were a week away from the rehearsals for the new guys and I couldn't find it. We couldn't find anybody. 
and I'm zipping around on Instagram and I see this guy, John Bolton. I, I think I showed you him. And he is everything that it, that the Beach Boys embody. He was positive, optimistic, great drummer, great singer. It was his Beach Boys, his favorite band. And uh, I got him that job. It changed his life. And but also the but the Beach Boys just it, they just needed it, that burst of energy. Now, I, I go up there and now he gets all the attention, you know, like he's like I'm like, fuck, I did myself a, a disservice here because, you know, people are walking. Man, that drummer, John, was great. Stamos. No, fuck, Stamos is this new guy because <laughs> he's spinning sticks. But it's like I don't care. Like, like yeah, I'm but all you, that but go, you're right? out there singing and you're out uh, he's singing, too. But I, what I'm saying is like I, I, I let that go, like wanting to be the best, wanting That's to be right. people love. I got back into the craft, the art of playing drums. That's it's right. Like you're doing with stand up. And That's right. Um, so you're for, well, where was the first comedy club? And then, uh, uh, and that you played in Detroit. Yeah. 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 I, I played in, in clubs in Ann Arbor as a kid. Okay. I would go up in, in jazz clubs and ask if I could go on in between right. in, 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 at the break. Hmm. And I bombed. What's your first, what was your first, uh, what was your first joke? First big joke that, that, that was, that did well. Um, I, I, I think the first big Great joke that I can remember really as a great joke. Uh -huh. When I got out to L.A., I, I wrote this joke uh, about jogging on the beach. Everybody, everyone's so into jogging on the beach. I tried it. You run like ten seconds, you hit the water. I, I, <laughs> you know. You're going the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. And, and that I remember a lot of comics like that joke, and I like that joke. But you know, I, I as as a kid, I just used to do stuff about my parents, and mm -hmm. you know, and. That's funny. And, uh, stuff. Yeah, what? it was just they were just jokes, you know. But to me, I, I, it's the same thing now. It's like I don't care. I like to watch other comedians. I love. I love to. I don't feel like, oh man, I'm doing something too much like that, or what? I wish I wrote that. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I also <clears throat> that's when we saw as artists. I think you know what? That's when we soar as artists. Yeah, we let yeah. All that and when I'm on stage, I don't really doesn't bother me if the audience, if I don't get it, I try anything I want to try. I don't really worry about it if it doesn't work. Clearly. And, and I also not really that as worried as some people think I should be about <laughs> whether, whether it's politically correct or not. You know, what was the, what let's jump to, and what's your, and what's your latest joke? There was a great joke I asked you about the other day that was so, what's your best joke now that you, that you feel good about? Um, how many, how many, um, uh, dead John Stamoses can you fit in the trunk of, oh, sorry. No, I, I don't do, I don't do the dead John Stamos. Crickets, joke. crickets. <laughs> out there. I mean, if they were listening, they're not now. What? No, seriously. <laughs> and I, and I'll tell you what, I'll tell you why I'm asking you this because I want to just see the evolution of, of comedy. What's, what do you do now? You do jokes about your lesbian daughter. You do yeah, uh, yeah, trans do. jokes. Don't you do trans jokes or something? Yeah, yeah I do some. I, I do. I, honestly, I, I, I just, we, for the opening of the show today, we just did a bunch of stuff about what? about all these pro-Israel and pro-Palestinian marches, you know, and how easy it is for the nowadays BLM or whatever to get hundreds of thousand people in the streets. I can't get six guys together for a poker game. I don't know how they put this thing together that right, fast. Right, right, right. And, and I'm like, but everybody wants to march so much now that we used to call that calisthenics. Yeah. yeah <laughs> we used to be just like, it's called Jack exercise. Yeah. Richard but Simmons. People just uh, seem a little too eager to get out, 
and yeah. March. Right. Yeah. Well, there's usually free back massages and stuff that comes. Is that what? The, is that true? Yeah. Yeah. And hand jobs. Uh, the, the ones I go to. Yeah, you're going to the wrong marches. Or the no, right what? Marches. You're going to the right marches. So, so, uh, so I wanted to get. I wanted to talk about Bob. I've taken this interview over, haven't I? Uh, you really uh, have, but that's okay. That's well, it's par for the course. But you know what? I love you, and I like. I I know. I hear you. Let's we go. Do, we did um one of, one of my favorite. So Bob, I mean, uh, Mike and I became uh, friendly, like just maybe closer, a lot closer, a couple of maybe a couple of years ago, right? I mean, I was fucked up for a long time, and I think that was like, oh, I want to stay away from that guy. And also, um, I was mad at you for the longest time because I thought you you didn't help Dave out. But I was wrong, and I'm here to make amends and say uh, you did try to help him. You did. You had him direct one of your shows, and you had things. So, um, so I'm sorry, but I'm glad we we're good now. Yeah, you were just you know? being nosy. That's true. Um, <clears throat> uh, so we Smash got to uh, this beautiful uh, Netflix special you did for Bob. That was a really and I busted. No, uh, we did. We did it, but Jeff. Yes, that's true. But I was Me, busting Whitney. Remember, remember Whitney didn't show up? It was like, wow, we need a female here. We need somebody. I think she was, uh, well, there's a football game on that night, but there was a COVID thing. Do you remember? I don't, I don't, I don't know why Whitney didn't show up, but. She didn't like Bob as much as the rest of us. But, but so I'm, so I was sort of opening the show and, and um, I hear these two voices that as I'm, as we're walking out. Oh, the, well, the great thing was you were like, let's put a band together like a day before or something. Uh, okay, what kind of band? I don't know. Just whatever. all right. So I asked John Mayer. He brought a bass player, and I brought uh, Darren Chris. And you know, it was a that it was a great idea, Mike. It was so cool. But then, as I'm walking out, I hear these two familiar voices, and I'm like, what? "No, wait, you're forgetting who else was in the band? Darren Chris, John Mayer, a bass player he brought, and me, and Jackson Brown. He wasn't in the band, but he he played. Oh, okay. Well, okay. He didn't. He was too. Uh, he didn't want to. He was embarrassed by us. Um, but I, I spent the, anyway, so I'm walking out and I hear Chris Rock and Jim Carrey and I'm like, you gotta be kidding. Me. Remember they just, they just walked it. I mean, I know you invited them, but we didn't know if they were coming and they just walked in off the street and the two of them were sitting there. I was like, fuck. And I go, we got to start the show. Okay. And I think it was Jeff's idea, maybe yours to put couches out there. So it was more like a yeah. discussion and less of a thing. And they followed me out and I'm like, Shoosh. and I had to kind of open the show. And then these two guys just, just, they were so fucking funny and just roll. And there was nothing really planned. If you, if you get a chance, you should watch this special. Cause it was really beautiful. Yeah. It's called dirty daddy, but I'll tell you what's funny, John. And you know, this better than I did. I just, I got, I had a bunch of cameramen. I, I mm -hmm. put yeah. it all together just, and I thought I was going to just give it to the to the, to the Saget family. You know, I really didn't know. And I, I had called Chris and Jim and uh, I'd called everybody. But by the way, Jim always comes to the memorials and he never goes on stage. So I didn't think Jim was going to go on stage. We couldn't get him off stage. Chris I, Rock, I, I, he, he never goes on stage. And what I was just, Chris Rock's joke about him. It's like, this is the first time that, that, um, that Jim Carrey's uh, been here at the comedy store in like 30 years. I mean, if, if it takes someone dying, I'm going to kill Eddie Murphy tomorrow or something. Yeah, that's right. But, but he, um, but so it, it's really funny. So we put it together and it was such an amazing night. It was Jim and Chris and you and Jeff and everybody. And love it's put, send it a video. Love it's and 
and and John and I at dinner later that night, or, or maybe the next day, we just said we should we should see if we can sell this to Netflix and raise some money for yeah. Bob's Bob's charity and his family or whatever, just yeah. something. And 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 John called Ted Sarandos, and I called Ted Sarandos, and we called Robbie Pra, and it took a while. It did take a while, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but and, it and was. They finally came through. But mm-hmm. it was so funny because after a while, some people at the comedy store accused me that I said that I had already had sold that before we even shot it. No, you didn't. I, I'm here to testify. Yeah, it was. So, it was just so funny because yeah, I, I thought it was. I thought it was so cool that you were having cameras there because I didn't even think about it. I was like, well, yeah, we should have this for posterity, you know, or keep, give it to, to the family and stuff. And they came and they they approved. You know, we sent them a, a copy. And I think they had a couple notes today. I'm not sure. But yeah. Uh, the, yeah. And Kelly gets up there. Kelly was Bob's. And this was fresh. I mean, we were Bob died about three weeks before. I think I know I was a mess. And uh, Kelly was and she gets up to to op- to talk about Bob for the first time. And she's as, just as she gets to the mic, Jim Carrey goes, keep it short. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, and the, here's the funny thing. So I called Jim. I go, Jim, we we we, we saw it. We, we got to deal with Netflix. We're gonna, you know, do this as a benefit for Bob. And he goes, Well, I didn't know that. Why? I, I didn't even know you were recording it. I said, I got to be honest, Jim. I didn't even know you were gonna go on stage, and I didn't know you were gonna stay on stage the whole night. <laughs> you know. Yeah, and and Jim, Jim, I go, those, I said, those are cameras. You've seen just cameras, right, Jim? You've seen cameras before. You were running through the audience, but no, he was but, beautiful. But, but, he, he, but I said, I said, just watch it. He yeah. calls me the next morning. He goes, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Let's do it. Let's do it. He goes, let's go to, let me have my agents go to Netflix and get more money. I said, no, that's okay. I already promised I wouldn't do that. But, but he was just so Ah, let's do this for Bob. Well, it's, <laughs> it's 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 the testament to Bob. I mean, this guy was loved. You know, that's and you can you know, we, uh, Mike and I were you know two of his best friends, and I think we both agree on that. He didn't know how loved he was, and it Never made me knew. sad. Maybe so Never sad knew. because the outpouring love for him was I hadn't seen anything like it since Lady Diana. I'm not even making that as a joke. Like who else got that kind of uh, you know coverage? I mean, so. It's sad. That's sad. And you tell me, let's go into the mind of Bob for a second. And I know we're going to get, it's going to get, you know, he, he was a complicated man. Uh, you know, we, we both can attest that. Um, and he never thought he was, you could, you could, you could compliment him. It's like, Oh, Bob, this, uh, this, I love your new act. It's so fucking funny. And he'd say, okay, thanks. But he never thought of himself because he didn't have 19 Netflix specials and he wasn't playing arenas in his mind. That's where he, that was success. And he never got there. Honestly, I have to tell you, you're so right. Not long before he died, we were sitting up here on my back porch, smoking scars. Mm. And my son came and sat with my son loved Bob. And, and, uh, he was just saying, you know, look, I'm doing great, but I, I, I just, I just, you know, I, I just wish something else, you know, I would just, yeah. you know, he just always wanted more. I was like, Bob, and he was telling me he was trying to get this movie going and yeah. he just, he just never felt like the bell rang and you're right. He didn't understand, by the way, none of us really realized how loved he was. No, I, I was shocked. I was like, fuck, I hope I, I that was the only time I was jealous of him. But we loved him. We loved him. We loved him. And I and I loved him. And and you know, he was in a lot of pain. 
over some personal family stuff. Yeah. And, and I think he was working hard to to help that personal stuff and yeah. working too hard. But here's the thing. That motherfucker died the on top as far as he, he loved his wife for that night. He yeah. was, he he was crazy wife. in love with his wife. He was crazy in love with his wife. And he his was, kids. They loved his kids. They and loved us. You know, I, 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 I just, just, God, I, I, I thank God. Cause, and I have the text. Right. I just happened to, he, he texted the day he died. He and you guys were in a little bit of a tiff, right? Before? And he no, made up. No, no, we yeah. weren't in a tiff. We were fucking around with each. He, he, no, the day he died. Yeah. He tweeted something about his show in Jacksonville. Okay. Right. And I said, he said, tell all your friends to come. And I tweeted, Bob, all my friends, one's in prison, one's in a mental hospital and one, one doesn't yeah. speak English. So you really want me to call all my friends in Jacksonville? He, he got mad at you. And, no, I'm there. I'm on the thing. He, 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 he lashed out. He goes, he goes, it's, it's, this is not the kind of thing you do on Twitter, da, 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 whatever. And, and right. I, so I, uh, but you guys texted him. So, so he okay. called me up. He called me up. He goes, yeah. I, I think I, I, he goes, you know, I was kidding, right? Oh, goes, I see. Bob, of course. Yeah. He, yeah, goes, yeah, yeah. he goes, he goes, you, you know, uh, he goes, I go, Bob, I, I know when you're not being funny. I, I know you're too long. And we had this really sweet talk. And then finally I wrote on Twitter. I love you, buddy. And he yeah. wrote his last text to me was, I love you too, Mike. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 you know, we, we would say at these memorials for him, like, pull out your phone and let, let's see the last text. He never left, left anything on the table. And this is for you, Patrick. When you got to tell people that you love them, that you care about them, that you're proud of them. Anytime you, you're with him. My last time with him, he was, I talk about it in the book, that, that he was everything that I wanted Bob to be. All of us, right? He was calm. He listened. He asked questions. And, you know, we were doing his, his famous joke tonight, specials of cake and cock and round of cake. And uh, and so at the end, and we're always in a hurry. We're always, you know, at the end, I said, well, let's, 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 I don't think they're out of cake. Let, let's stay a little longer. Let's have some dessert. And he said, yeah, let's do that. And we, we stayed an extra 20 minutes, 30 minutes where we would have left earlier. And that's a lesson too. It's just like, if you're with people you love, have the cake, you know, take your time because tomorrow's never promised. I did. I didn't think that was going to be the last picture I ever took with him, you know, and well, he wrote the thing the also thing. about, about Bob that I always loved from the beginning is how good he was to Dave, you know, cause Dave and I were roommates and he, Bob was at our house all the time and he was hanging with Dave and, and he was, he was better to Dave than you were to Dave. That is what you're saying. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Well, I'm just saying. Was, okay. God damn. Uh, uh, but but hey, let me let me explain something. I was trying to say something real, and you you gotta. I'm sorry. It's a it's. I learned. Just, uh, I learned you, from you guys to to avoid anything real. You gotta be no. But I was very trying to explain that. Then I found out they were blowing each other. Oh, I ruined your joke. I'm sorry. Start <laughs> over again. We can cut. You can cut this part out. Right? No. So what's the deal, Dave? Bob was a. No, he, Bob was so good to Dave, and right. and you know. It just so happened, yeah. and I, I, I don't, I don't want to get too heavy, but, but Dave lost Bob, his brother, and his father, and a, one of one one of one of his other friends, uh, uh, another buddy that they grew up with, Digger, Digger, yeah. At the same time, and I just, I, I just felt so bad for Dave, yeah. you know, and 
Dave is just an amazing guy. I mean, he's he, so he, he really is my brother. You know, I, I just love him, you know, and, and, um, is a joke coming? Can I? No, there's no okay. joke coming, but go ahead. Take, do whatever you got to do. You, no, you, I was going to say, by no, the no. way, Patrick, he's worse than a comedian. Yeah. Because I'm, uh, because I'm not neurotic. Um, I am. Uh, <laughs> no, what I was where, saying. Yeah. Where, where does it say you're not neurotic? Let me read the book. Read the Hold book. On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was going to say is that remember when he, like when I saw him at the, at the, at, uh, he was there already and I was uh, coming into Bob's, uh, we were carrying the casket and he, and when I saw him, he just, he dropped to his knees and, 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 and I had to pick him up, you know, he's, uh, yeah, you know, it's, but, but, and I like to think of, you know, I remember to his last, Bob's last uh, Instagram post, he was like, I feel like I'm 40 again. And I just did two hours and it was a great show. And, and I remember talking to Jamie Lee Curtis the next day. I said, God, he was so alive, Jamie. And, and, and she said, that's how you want to die alive. You don't want to die an old bitter asshole on a, on a couch somewhere pissed off that you didn't, uh, you know, do no. what you wanted to do in life. He left making, I always, I said this in your special and I, I said, I talk about, I like to picture him this way. The last night I, I pictured him going on stage for two hours and doing the greatest show he's ever done. And people were laughing and laughing, and laughing and he gets in his car and he sends a picture to Kelly and he says, Kelly, can you make this look better? Make me look more handsome. And she said, you're handsome enough, honey. I don't need to do anything to that picture. And he goes to the, to the hotel and he lays down on the pillow and he, and he's smiling and, and he's dreaming about the next time he's going to see his daughters and all of us friends. And he, and he, and he goes to sleep with this big smile on his face. Cause he knows that, you know, we're around and that he just made a couple hundred people laugh the hardest they've laughed and he, and he did great. And that's, that's what I, that's what I like to think of. That's right. Yeah. I, I just, I, I was, I was going to bring this up to you. I had this great memory. My wife always talks about this too. When we, you, me and Bob and Jeff Franklin. Yeah. And I guess our girlfriends, I guess, whatever. My wife was my girlfriend at the time. I don't know. Maybe we all flew back for Dave's when his, his first wedding. Back oh yeah. To, yeah. To we were in New Jersey, I guess. Yeah. We were such assholes. I know I was, I mean, we were, we were ruining the wedding and, and his first wife, Jane got so pissed <laughs> off at us. Right. We were just, we just wouldn't shut up. No, we we just wouldn't shut up. We were just, it was power weird. laughing. Oh my God. Dave it, invented this thing. We went to see Tom Jones or Wayne Newton in, in Vegas. And Dave invented this thing called the power laugh. We were just, ma or ma like just crazy laugh. And we were doing that during his vows and it was terrible. It, it, it was, it was just like, uh, it, 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 honestly, it was, it was like, if you, could watch that right now, you would cringe because, oh, right. and, and we were all what in our, in our mid twenties or something, maybe, yeah, we were, you yeah, know, and, and, but we just ruined this poor guy's wedding. That's why they got divorced too. I think, I think it was our fault. Hey, um, I have to get an MRI because this is, a, this is going to sound like the, the biggest pussy thing on the planet. I've got this neck and shoulder issue from signing so many Books. I had to sign ten thousand at first, and then another ten thousand, and wah 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 wah. But I I can't God move. Now. What a whining motherfucking Hollywood showbiz celebrity bullshit. Uh, I had to sign so many books. I won't be able to wink forever. I can't wink. You said wink, wink. Oh, wink, wink. No, I will. I can go left. Uh, I want to. Can we? 
I love so the last scleroderma. Bob spent his life advocating for you know and raising money for a cure to, for scleroderma, right? And we had to go to every charity. It was too much. But the, his last one, he wasn't there, and um, it was they raised the most money. So we were saying Bob should have died sooner, but um, and he would have done that joke. Okay, he would have yeah. not waited even this long. But no. but no. Mike and I, it was one of my great thrills to we wrote this and then we got to do this sketch uh, that night. Do you have the? I just found the word document let's read it for the people and if it doesn't work you can use the audio do you have it i texted it to you you mike you mike oh me you, you, you look like mcconnell just, like, yeah. like, like mitch mcconnell oh oh okay i forgot about that okay great i got it let's do it i didn't know you said you sent it to me i thought you sent it to patrick okay. how do i have that on patrick's number what do we think we're, we're on tinder together or grinder yeah. yeah. you're on okay awesome. all right but I loved this, and it was a little edgy, right? Yep. And, I, and that's, I would, he would have liked he would have liked it. Okay, we both came out. And I said Mike and I both love Bob without a doubt. But uh, we're just talking backstage about what a huge pain in the ass Bob could be, right? Right, right. And uh, without a doubt, Bob had a master's degree in neurotic irritation. <laughs> he was an expert at making people crazy. Me in particular. I don't know. He can make me pretty nuts as well, John. I I think I got the most of it, really. Uh, did he ever text you so many times nonstop for hours that you had to drive over to his house in the middle of the night and take away his phone? Yes. And he wouldn't leave. He wouldn't let me leave. Oh, yes. And he wouldn't let me leave. I had to lay next to him in bed and I had to. Oh my God. Tell me he didn't make you watch the student Oscar films. Yes. Over and over. <laughs> Do you know how many times in front of my mother, Bob uh, said that he wanted to take a student Oscar and massage her rectal cavity with it? Well, in my case, it was my mother who said that to Bob. She told Bob she wanted to take his student Oscar and park it way in the back of the theater. <laughs> Is your mom still alive? Yes, and she's very lonely. <laughs> By the way, when we did this at, at, the, at the benefit, we were much better. Um, yeah. That's kind of a cold read now. Uh, John's emotional. Yeah, well, we all miss Bob. You know how Bob always wanted to be there for you? Like, like he insisted to be right by my side for my first colonoscopy, then sing uh, my dog lick my balls the whole time. And then later he'd post pictures and video of it on Instagram. Terrible. Although I did get a lot of likes for my ass. Did he ever invite you to dolly his mother's hospital bed as she was about to pass and ask you in front of her if he could leave the room so you could give her one last stup to send her off happy? <laughs> no, no, not on her deathbed. Uh-uh. But at least once a month before that, yeah. Well, I guess he just really loved his mom. Hey, did he ever invite you over to his parents' house on, on Friday for a Seder and during the blessings announced to the room that, uh, that his lifelong dream was to sodomize me? No, but he did tell them one Friday his lifelong dream was to sodomize me mm -hmm. with his student Oscar. Yep, been there. And, and, and that's why I'm glad that he never won an Emmy. <laughs> That was a great joke I just cocked up, but because the because the other the Oscar's smoother and it goes up the ass easier. But I'll the Emmy's got a, yeah, there's a great wins. joke. Yeah, yep, yep, been there, and that's and that's why I'm glad he never won an Emmy. Yeah. Oh wait, oh oh wait, hey, you know that show that the Hollywood Medium? You know, well, I did an episode of it. Really, I thought your career was in better shape, but I could be wrong. Well, anyway, the first person the kid conjured up was Bob. And the second person and the third person was Bob. He, he wouldn't shut up. I never got to talk to my mother either. Did, did, he, did, he, did he tell you this bit would work? 
<laughs> on your podcast or like, uh, no, uh, if Bob said it, it was a, it was a safe. No, if Bob said it, it, it was safe. It was a safe bet. It wouldn't work. I don't get that. But he did say that he wanted to show us uh, his acting and directing reel instead of the tribute uh, video for tonight that we're going to show on him. You mean the one they showed to Harvey Weinstein in his prison cell to keep his sex drive down? <laughs> I heard the Ukrainians were using that as a torture. I heard the Ukrainians were using it to torture prisoners. The truth is, Bob was a well-written character, and I miss him a lot. He was my brother. I take all the craziness again in one second if we could get him back. So let's watch this tribute film that's been put together for Bob. Okay. What? There's, no, there's more. There's two lines left. Oh, does the film mention his brag that he once fucked a chicken? That Colonel Sanders chased him down, screaming and yelling two miles down a country road? I think we've hit a wall. <laughs> Let's get out of here. That was cute. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know if you guys are going to play this on your podcast or the real one, but that was fun. I have to go get an MRI, yeah, unless fun. you can do it for me. I hey, love you. Hey, Johnny, you're the best. You're the best. And, and I'm so glad this book is killing for you, man. You're the best. It, it's, it's, it's the, and I just, I got to tell you, I'm just really lucky to be your friend. I really, I, feel, I, I, I really I, feel, I feel, I do. I mean that I feel blessed to be your friend. I do as well with you. And I, I just appreciate your guidance. You, you, you're a solid dude. You're always there for me. I just love that our friendship has sort of blossomed since Bob died. Maybe if he died sooner, we would have been friends longer. Yeah, and 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 by the way, uh, can you do something? Can you put Dave in a movie? <laughs> uh, the, the, we went on strike just to keep Dave out of television and movies. Okay, so <laughs> we can go back now. Or I'm kidding. I love you, and good uh, luck and, on your MRI. Thank you, buddy Patrick. I love you too, and I'll uh, maybe you, we'll, get, we'll get to meet someday in person. Um, and keep doing. And thank you guys for the comedy and the, and the joy and the laughter in a in a much needed time. God bless you. All right. So that was good. I, I, it's so much fun to, to have when I have one of my like really good friends on it. Like I felt the same way when Tim was on, you know, it was just, like, it was like, you, you, on one level, you just don't know how it's going to work. And the other level, you just don't care. <laughs> you know, it's just like, it's just fun having your friend or your buddy on, it's you know? Fun hanging. Yeah. It's fun to listen to and watch. Like you guys are clearly just so close and it's fun to hear the chemistry. But, uh, and I'm really happy because this book is really doing well. And he's just, he, we, there was, he just had his 60th birthday and he had a big party and everyone was there. And you just could feel all the love for John. He's just—he's just a very loved guy because he—he—he's just—he's special. So that was good. And next week we—we we have a great guest. I'm really excited, and I've already spilled the beans. But it's Matt Friend, who I met through John, and John saw on TikTok and just took a liking to him. And he's kind of—he helped him get on Howard Stern, and he's helped—he's. Matt's career has taken off as a, I think as a result of his friendship with John, you know, and, and, uh, which is pretty cool. It says so much about John and Matt's talent, but next week's going to be great. So make sure you're around and, um, that's it. That's it. I hope you have a great week. Thanks for listening once again. And you know, if you listen on Apple, if you could just 
give us a, a like or a, what is it, a click or a review or whatever, it all helps. But whatever, do whatever you want. Just keep coming back. Thanks a lot. Love you. It means a lot.